Hello and welcome into the Gridiron Gamers podcast for week five of the fantasy football season. I am your self-appointed host, the Boston TE Party. <laughs> oh, what a week of football that was. There's some wild finishes and a shitty Monday night football game where the biggest highlight was the new Star Wars trailer. Something inside me has always been there. But now it's awake. And I need help. <laughs> okay, but seriously, how good was that trailer? Like, god damn. Thanks, noob noob. Uh, on a different note, I won this week, but I'm still second the rankings to John, so... That's all the realm is now. Backstabbing and scheming and arse-licking and money-grubbing. And now let's move on to the week four recap. Okay, so first, guy didn't know his American history and learned a brutal lesson about the Boston Tea Party. Yep, that's right, I beat Scott this week. Uh, I was led to victory mainly by Melvin <laughs> motherfucking Gordon, who put up 30 points this week. I also had our Lord and Savior Matthew Stafford do Matthew Stafford things and lead a late-game comeback to salvage a decent week. Meanwhile, Scott had a big week from Dak, but uh, the Texans defense went full Dalton and put up negative points against the Chiefs. Uh, thank you, Texans D, for being injured and incompetent this week. Next up, uh, there is no whining in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood as John stomped Dosky. Uh, even though Brady had his first down game for John, AJ, Hopkins, and Seattle defense all went crazy and put up 20 points or more. Uh, meanwhile, Dosky's whole team pretty much died with Diggs, newly acquired uh, Carlos Hyde, getting short term injuries. And uh, Odell Beckham Jr. breaking his ankle. That was a disgusting play. Uh, let's all stop for a minute and press F to pay our respects to OBJ. I hurt myself today. To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real You know, if Dosky had drafted another great wide receiver, this injury probably wouldn't hurt him as much. Like, imagine if he had a great receiver like, uh, I don't know, Des Bryant on his team. Uh, he might actually be okay. Moving on, Philip Rivers ejaculates a mojo as Mackie beat Nick. Mackie didn't really have a huge performance from any of his players this week. Uh, he just had solid games for most of his lineup, uh, including the newly acquired Des Bryant. Nick's team just shit the bed this week, with Powell, Gurley, and Jerron Brown doing nothing, and Evan Engram literally getting nothing. Nick is just lucky Suggett's team was even shittier this week, otherwise he'd be on full blast right now. Like, Jerron Brown? Really, Nick? What the hell were you thinking? And now, the Chowda was not saved by the bell as Mike beat Romano in the highest scoring matchup of the week. Uh, despite having two of the highest scoring players of the week in Fernand and Wentz, and having the second highest score overall this week, uh, Romano still lost to Willis. Romano, thoughts on this? I cannot believe my eyes. 
How the world's filled with filth and lies But it's plain to see Evil inside of me Is on the rise Willis wanted things to T.Y. and Watson going off And fucking Buckner or Bukaki or whatever the hell this kicker's name is uh, I mean, Bell didn't have a great game, yet Willis still put up 130. That's some scary shit right there. And finally, in the almost toilet bowl of the week, the Tigers ate some red coats as Kyle beat Suggett. Kyle won thanks to Rogers, Finitary, and Suggett's team being absolute fucking garbage. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six players on Suggett's team had five or fewer points. That's not counting Bennett, who only had 5.3. Like, goddamn, that's bad. Rivers was the only guy on Suggett's team to actually get double-digit points. Like, if if, <laughs> if Romano had played Suggett, he could have only started Wentz and Fournette and still won by more than 10. Like, I don't know whether to laugh at this or just feel sorry for Suggett. <laughs> I'd probably laugh. Alrighty then, so last week I took myself, John, Mackie, Willis, and Kyle to wins, which means I went a perfect 5 for 5 again this on my predictions from last week. God damn, I should be like a full-time fantasy analyst or something. Probably do better than half the ass hats out there. Uh, anyway, this brings me up to 19 and 6 on the season. Uh, just moving on to player movement. Uh, there are no trades again this week, which kind of sucks. Everything's for sale, my friend. Think you can barter with me like one of those damned shopkeepers? Uh, if I did a podcast for Bush League, this section would be booming every week. Uh, so far, though, uh, Mackie appears to be winning the trade from last week so far, uh, with High Gain dinged up. Just like I did not predict. Uh, anyways, let's move on to this week's projections. Up first is Romano against the first place John. How is John even in first right now? How? Romano has Vermette and shit as, our, as running backs, but uh, his receivers all have some pretty decent matchups. Uh, meanwhile, John has AJ and the Seahawks defense on bye this week, so it might actually give Romano a fighting chance. Oh, uh, wait, he has Gilly and Brady taking on the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, John in this one. All right, now we have Nick taking on Derek. Uh, Nick has Shady on uh, bye. But Suggett also has Rawls, Baldwin, and Dan Bailey on by. Uh, wow. Suggett's bench... <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, Suggett's bench also consists of a backup QB and a backup kicker, as well as Cook and Marshall, who are both on the IR. Uh, wow, so Suggett's probably not going to be able to field the team this week, uh, so I'm going to take Nick to win. Uh, now we have Mackie taking on Scott. Mackie has Zeke and Brian on by, uh, but Scott has their QB and uh, Mixness on by as well. Uh, Mackie has Winston at Zona, which is a tough matchup, but he's probably going to drop him for another streamer. Uh, he's also starting Camara, which is, uh, actually not as bold anymore with Pearson being traded. Uh, Scott has Kirk at San Fran and Michael Thomas against Detroit secondary and three Texans taking on the Browns. Wow. Uh, I'm going to take Scott in the upset here. Uh, now it's your humble host taking on Browntown. 
Uh, I've got our Lord and Savior, Matthew Stafford, uh, up against the Saints D, uh, which is pretty nice. Uh, and I've also got Gronk against the Jets, and my receivers in decent matchups. Uh, Kyle has Rodgers uh, against Minnesota, which is a tough matchup for him. But then he has Hogan and Allen taking on bad defenses. Uh, despite that, though, I'm going to take myself to win this one. And finally, Mike is taking on Dossie's injury-riddled team. Uh, Mike has Watson at Cleveland and Cooks against the Jets. That's pretty good for him. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, Dossie's classmate team is going to have a chance in this one. I'm just going to take Mike. All right, so to recap all that, I'm taking John, Nick, Scott, myself, and Mike to win this week. Uh, let's see if I can keep this hot streak going, eh? All right, so uh, thanks for listening to this week. Uh, I'm still in desperate need of wide receivers, so someone fucking trade me! Everything's for sale, my friend. Think you can barter with me like one of those damned shopkeepers? Uh, until next time. Gentlemen, suck my dick. Fire! week four of the fantasy football season. I'm your self-appointed host, the Boston Tea Party. I'll show this week five. I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. With Diggs, newly traded Michael, newly acquired Michael, oh, Michael Hyde. Michael Hyde is someone else. The fuck Michael, I gotta look that up there. Okay. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again.
fool would meet the Dothraki in an open field. <laughs>